Welcome back to another episode of the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast, where our mission is to help you live your best life by connecting you with the outdoors. Today, I'm recording on the lands of the Gitable people, and I'd like to pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and also pay my respects to First Nations people everywhere. I'm Catherine Walton and today I'm going to share with you some reflections to get you thinking about how you can most readily connect with nature. Now, there are so many different ways that you can do that. Some of you might be feeling called to go off on an epic adventure off the beaten track far from the cities and the towns, but you can also connect with nature in ordinary everyday ways. The choices that you make about what you're going to eat for lunch, for example, or how you're going to relax in the evening, or how you'll spend your time with a friend, or how you decorate your sideboard. It's entirely possible to connect with nature in ways that will improve your health and well-being that don't require you to be outdoors all the time. So the way that you connect with nature might be different to how others in your family or your workplace or your group of friends connect and that's completely okay. Throughout time and all over the world, wherever you go, nature has always played an essential role in human health and well-being. I mean, think about the lifestyles that your grandparents, your great-grandparents and previous generations lived. In our modern way of living, many of us spend our days and our nights inside buildings with straight edges, artificial light and air conditioning. And of course, there are many advantages to this. We're protected from the sun, from the rain, the storms, heat and the cold. And we mostly feel safe in our homes and our workplaces but it does lead us into a lifestyle that's largely disconnected from nature unless we make conscious efforts to reconnect. And I really, truly believe that it's vital to be connected with nature because we are essentially an integral part of nature. The natural world has an amazingly holistic way of supporting humans. Physically, We can move and breathe deeply when we're in the outdoors, when we're in nature. And there are physical challenges that support our growth as children and as adults too. There are trees and mountains to climb, rocky or sandy ground to feel beneath our feet. There are fields to run through, places to play hide and seek, dirt to dig in, water holes to splash in. All of these activities help your coordination, your body awareness and control and your sensory development, as well as your physical fitness, of course. And then there are the other aspects of physical health, like fresh food that's grown in the soil. That's so important too. Mentally, nature presents some very interesting challenges that can keep your mind active with problem-solving, creativity and reasoning. There are opportunities to focus your attention in nature and opportunities to relax and de-stress. 
Emotionally, nature is an ideal space for many people to feel nurtured and to experience that sense of renewal and emotional healing that we all need from time to time. There are so many studies on nature that have identified some of the reasons for this, and we'll talk about some of them in future episodes. But for now, it's worth noting here that bringing an attitude of mindfulness to your time that you spend in nature opens up a whole host of benefits for your emotional health. Spiritually, nature supports you to make connections between your external and your internal worlds. And when you spend time in nature and you intentionally bring your attention to your surroundings, something pretty wondrous happens. You experience a sense of awe and respect for the natural world around you and inside you. It changes your relationship with the world you live in and your relationship with yourself. Physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, we benefit from connecting with nature in all those ways, as well as other ways too. When you take the time to reflect on it, even the hardest life lessons are mirrored in nature, and there are opportunities to learn about and incorporate the strategies that you need to manage the challenging times. For example, after bushfires, there comes new growth. And at first, it's incredibly small. It's really hard to see. You have to look carefully. But it is there and it gradually grows. We can learn from that about patience, persistence, commitment and hope. Grief and loss is intimately connected with birth and growth. Things that really don't make sense in our logical minds can make sense when we experience them in the outdoors for ourselves. And that's a true benefit with connecting with nature. One of the things that I love most about nature is that she doesn't judge anyone who ventures into her world, but she does give your inner child permission to run and skip and climb, jump, twirl about, dream and and to be still. I challenge you to try it for yourself. Spread your arms wide and look up at the sky with a big smile on your face and breathe deeply and then move your body just as you want to. Or be still. So still that you can feel your heart beating and you can feel the breath at the tip of your nostrils. Be still enough that you notice the delicate aromas around you. You hear the trees whispering to each other and feel the breeze in your hair. Well, did you notice any judging from the trees or the birds or the breeze? Where else do you ever experience that kind of freedom? Nature truly is a place to feel alive, whether it's through stillness, like that, or through activity and movement. I also believe that nature has ways of talking to us. I mean, not in the usual way that you're hearing my words right now, or if you were to read the words on my blog, Nature has a symbolic language that needs no spoken or written words. 
You simply just need to be there, immersed in a natural environment, feeling supported, connected and understood, and you get to process your inner and your outer life. Simply being there. And as you observe and you listen and smell and taste and touch your natural surroundings, you'll discover there's wisdom there that can't be explained with words. The rough bark of the tree reminds you of the tough shell you show the rest of the world. The pebble symbolises the strength and the resilience that you have. And the wispy clouds blowing across the sky remind you that nothing stays the same. For myself, nature has a habit of calling me into her arms each day, reminding me that I'm part of a much bigger world. I spend time most days walking, bushwalking, riding a bike, pottering in the garden or around the yard in some way. Sometimes I have some wonderful adventures on multi-day walks as well. But some days I actually stay mostly indoors because the weather's just too hot or the flies are irritating me too much. But even on those days, I can still be with my pot plants on the veranda, watering them, talking to them. Yes, that's true, I do. And nurturing them. I've got some seashells and potted plants in the bathroom that remind me of the vast oceans and the rainforests. And the big windows in my home let the natural light in and really captures my attention when the cockatoos or the parrots fly over or there's a storm on the range or the sunrise or the sunset. I can hear the birds setting off their alarms in the neighbourhood as a goanna prowls the paddock. And there might be a poem about nature that I listen to in my morning meditation that keeps repeating its calming words in my mind as I go about my day. However you connect with nature, whether it's time in the great outdoors or if it's with aspects of nature indoors, you can be reminded that you're never alone and that nature's embrace is always there for you. You can also use your mind to visualise yourself in nature, maybe at the beach, breathing deeply in and out and being one with the waves as they glide across the sand. Or in the forest in your mind, you can reach out to touch the rough bark of an ironbark tree and recognise your own strength and resilience. Or you could find yourself walking across a dry, pebbly creek bed and know that the challenges of today will become a strong path for you to walk on tomorrow. You are part of nature. I am part of nature and nature is in both you and me. I invite you to take a moment to think of the ways that you already connect with nature in the outdoors, as well as indoors. And then take a moment to think about what new way you'd like to connect with nature this week. What's one new thing that you can do to connect with nature so that you continue to strengthen your health 
and your well-being, your physical or mental or emotional or spiritual health. And we're going to be sharing more ideas over on our private Facebook group, so I'd love you to come and join us there. The link is in the show notes. And I want to say a big thank you to you for tuning into the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast. We love to take you on a journey of discovery so you learn how to live your best life by connecting with the outdoors. We guide you through the maze of wellness information and give you the evidence-based practical strategies you need to live your best life. Till next time, enjoy your outdoor adventures.